Hello and welcome to the Victory Devotional Podcast. In the next few minutes, let's take time to connect with God, hear His voice, and respond in worship and prayer. We hope this message will lead you to know Him better and help you develop a love for His Word. We're going to look at Psalm 75 today, which was written actually by Asaph. Asaph was a priest who was in charge of worship in the temple, and he wrote this psalm in anticipation of the Assyrian invasion, which we can read about in 2 Kings 18 and 19, which basically brought a sense of dread to the whole nation of Israel. So they were foreseeing this wicked, pagan, evil empire that was about to invade and occupy Israel. And so Asaph sought to assure Israel and to steady them by rooting their hopes not in their government, definitely not in the Assyrian government, but in the rule of God. All right? So we'll read the first three verses. Psalm 75, verses 1 to 3. We give thanks to you, O God. We give thanks, for your name is near. We recount your wondrous deeds. At the set time that I appoint, I will judge with equity. When the earth totters and all its inhabitants, it is I who keeps steady its pillars. And so verse 3 kind of makes reference to a world that all of us dream of, you know, a stable and safe world. But what uh, Asaph was telling the Israelites is that this kind of world does not depend on this ruler or that ruler. It is God who brings about such a world through His righteous judgment. And verse 2 interestingly says, or God himself said that I will judge with equity, right? Now that word equity is related to equality, but it's different. There's a very important distinction between equity and equality. And it's very interesting that God would describe his judgment in terms of equity rather than equality. I mean, ngayon medyo matunog ang equality ngayon because of everything that's happening in the world. But equality basically means the equal distribution of resources. Resources. Everyone gets the same size of slice from the pie. Okay. Equity is the distribution of resources according to need. In other words, the hungry gets a bigger slice of the pie than the well-fed. If you remember yung ayuda in the early days of the quarantine, but it was supposed to go to those to the neediest among us. And so equality is more concerned with a starting point, that we all start off equally. Nobody gets an unfair or undue advantage. But equity is more concerned about the outcome. And so when God judges with equity, God is judging towards a particular outcome that He is bringing the entire world to. And that is obviously a righteous outcome. Now, if I were to ask you, or if we were to ask a majority of the people, what kind of world should we end up with? I'm almost sure a clear majority would say a stable world, a safe world, a just world, and a fair world, which is a good answer and we need that. But is that really enough? Does that go far enough? Because if that's our answer, well, Karl Marx would have agreed with us. Karl Marx, who laid the philosophical foundations for communism. See, Karl Marx 
challenge or actually organize a revolution against the French Republic because that capitalist uh, state basically exploited the, the working class. Okay? So he would have agreed towards the same end, a just, a fair, equal society, classless. But of course, his answer was, therefore, not capitalism, but communism. But then there was a contemporary of Marx, a Russian social activist too, named Mikhail Bakunin, who criticized Marxist communism because Bakunin believed all forms of institutional government or power turned everyone into tyrants. In other words, if you overthrow this corrupt government and you replace it with a new government, it's only a matter of time before the new government also becomes corrupt. In his own words, he said, all you're doing is replacing the old boss with a new boss. And if you understand communist history, that's all of communist history in one sentence. Bakunin's answer was anarchy. So because of his belief, Bakunin rejected all forms of government and believed in zero government. And we can all imagine where, what kind of world we would end up with if there was zero government, no law, and no order. So in other words, capitalism, communism, and anarchy all agreed on the same end, which is a just, fair, stable, peaceful society. But they were all flawed for one simple reason. They all didn't go far enough because they all missed the root of the problem. Okay, so we're going to read verses 6 to 8, Psalm 75. For not from the east or from the west and not from the wilderness comes lifting up. The psalmist was saying, Asaph was saying, no human wisdom, no proud people, no government uh, will bring about righteousness in this world. Verse 7, but it is God who executes judgment, putting down one and lifting up another. For in the hand of the Lord, there is a cup with foaming wine, well mixed, and he pours out from it and all the wicked of the earth shall drain it down to the dregs. In other words, when God rules and judges inequity, God is bringing all of human history, the whole world, into a righteous equity. And that is not to say a safe, stable, just world. That's part of it, but that doesn't go far enough. God is bringing everything towards righteousness, meaning judging the wicked and rewarding the righteous. He doesn't judge everyone equally. He judges everyone by bringing them to the same end, which is a righteous world. Again, by judging the wicked, they will never escape judgment, and by rewarding the righteous. In other words, righteous equity is simply God's kingdom come, His will be done on earth as it is in heaven. That's the end towards which God is bringing all of human history. And so the real problem is neither inequality nor injustice. Those are problems, but those are not the root problems. If those were the root problems, then it's simply a change in government that's required. But as Bakunin said, when you do that, you simply change the old boss with a new boss. The root problem is human nature. It's our sin. It's our wickedness, which is why at the end of the day, all forms of government will come short. Now, the bad news is, again, the problem is our human nature. 
So no government can solve the ultimate problem. The good news is that God can transform the human nature. And that is why everything ultimately still comes down to the gospel. It's to us receiving the gospel, surrendering to the gospel, sharing the gospel, demonstrating it, living it, and proclaiming it. As we disciple ourselves, our families, communities, societies, the nation, and the nations of the world, we will experience a greater and greater measure of the kingdom of God. And the kingdom of God is a kingdom of righteousness. In closing, Asaph, in verse 9 and 10, declared, I will declare it forever. I will sing praises to the God of Jacob. All the horns of the wicked I will cut off, but the horns of the righteous shall be lifted up. So despite the oncoming invasion of the Assyrians, Asaph and Israel could find it in their hearts to sing praises to God because they understood at the end of the day, their destiny, their nation, and their future lay in the hands of God. Not in this ruler or that ruler, but in God alone. And because of that, we can hope. You know, there's a lot today in this world that can be cause for anxiety in our hearts. But if we, if we fix our eyes on Jesus and we anchor our hope in God's sovereignty, His power, His grace, and righteous judgment, then we can continually have hope, sing praises to God, and help bring about that righteous end by receiving and declaring the gospel, honoring God, and making disciples. So why don't we do that today? Even in the midst of all of this, why don't we sing the praises of God and declare His goodness?
just before we end, don't go without a word of blessing. So allow me to bless you out of Numbers chapter 6. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make His face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up His countenance upon you and give you peace. God bless you and see you again. You've been listening to the Victory Devotional Podcast. Thank you for joining us today. We hope this helps you build a habit of hearing from God daily. For more messages like these, follow us on Spotify or Apple Podcast. If you'd like to watch these messages every morning, visit us on facebook.com slash victoryph.